There's a lady who knows all about hyoid bones. <laughs> and she's hanging Epstein. He's in heaven. <laughs> she lives in the Poconos. <laughs> Her husband got famous dome, and she's hiding the body of Epstein. <laughs> like that one? That's Listen pretty to good. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, it's. I've been th- I've been I've been working on that for about three weeks now. I've, I've finally. <laughs> you can tell. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've been it's I've been workshopping it. I've been playing around with fairies and elves, etc. And I think I've I've got it. This will crack the case. Mm. This is meme magic. Oh, um, meme team. Oh God, <laughs> that's the most. What MIT, is the, what is the word baby. people use now? Simp. It's yes. The most simp shit in the world. <laughs> I said this on Twitter, but it's true. Meme team has mad fact squad vibes. I cannot believe that that Hillary Clinton hired a guy from the Jeffrey Epstein College MIT Media Lab. To fucking do her meme team. That's not what we're talking about. It's, uh, no, we're not talking about that. I just can't believe it. I, <laughs> I mean, just like I, that you just called Elizabeth Warren Hillary Clinton. Oh, I did? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, check this out. I'll make it woke. All white women look the same to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sorry. Ooh. Yeah, I can't, I can't tell the difference between natural racists. Uh, yeah, it's... Elizabeth um, Warren isn't white. Listen, I don't want to get into this, but... <laughs> Brace is Liz, tired. Imagine if Bernie Sanders was like, I'm Chinese. I might have <laughs> mentioned done, this before. Yeah. I think about this all the time. <laughs> Bernie Sanders put out a cookbook that's like, uh, you know, General Cho's with, with Uncle Bernie. And just like, was like, yeah, my uh, great uncle is from fucking Xinjiang. I'm a Uyghur. <laughs> Jesus Christ, we should it, cut that. Yeah, it makes me sick. <laughs> I just hate when white women... Lie. Speaking of, uh huh. Well. Are we doing this? Should we get into it? Let's rock. Who are you? I'm Liz. Hello. I refuse to say who I am. <laughs> say your name, Bryce. Uh, oh wait, <laughs> no. I it's I ref, no. I'm going. I'm going. I'm going incognito for the incognito mode for this. Yeah. Welcome to Turn On, you guys. And we are joined by producer Young Chomsky, and we have in us in the room the ghost of Ghislaine. <laughs> uh, this turns out Ghislaine. Hangs out with rich people. Yes, that was in the news this week. Uh, she was found to have been a guest at a Bezos retreat to, uh, what was it called? Campfire? Mm, campfire. Jeffrey Bezos. Jeffrey Bezos. <laughs> uh, by the way, 100% implicated in this in every single way, which I we can't prove it. So I can't say 100%. I can't say 100%, but I have to say allegedly. Bezos fingerprints all over this stuff. Over what? Pedophilia, etc. Oh, sure. Yeah. Emphasis allegedly. on the etc. Alleged. Yeah, absolutely. Allegedly, sir. I don't mean any disrespect. Um. So there was an article in Vice, mm-hmm. which newsflash still around. Yeah, sucks ass. Didn't know that. Yeah. That was, Shout out Alice Katerji. Didn't know that. I thought that they were like kaput. No, uh-huh. I wish. I mean, someone needs to eventually go in there and do it. Um. <laughs> anyway, so they reported that uh, a couple attendees mm-hmm. unnamed would not go on the record uh-huh. attendees of the annual campfire yeah. summit um that uh miss gillian maxwell w- had attended so what what is campfire so campfire is a uh flashy celeb retreat uh-huh. paid for by mr bezos that's all expenses paid uh, yeah, it's an inclusive. It's like sandals, Jamaica. Oh my God, what's that? What's that? Like, what's isn't there a horny sandals? What's it called? It's called like Catalyst or something. No, it's for Jacobin. Magazine. Is it? 
No, it's called. There's one called like <laughs> Crucible or something. Like where you go. It's I've seen a. We I've should start a like a horny Marxist one called Commune. Oh my god! I went to that last year. It was the DSA convention? Disgusting. Not everywhere. The all over the floor. Um, yeah. Uh, it's so it's a, it's, it's no. It's, so it's like a it's like a secretive retreat that it's one of the. There's a couple that Amazon puts on campfire. Uh, from what's been reported, which is very few and far between, mm-hmm. uh, is that it is uh, more geared toward artists, writers, what we call the creative class. Uh-huh. Uh, so it seems to be more affiliated with Amazon productions as opposed to the other kind of nefarious or equally nefarious uh, Bezosian projects. Bezosian, I like that. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at, at some of the past attendees uh, in 2011 saying, Jeff Tweedy of Wilco. These are the people <laughs> that run the world. Jeff Tweedy of fucking Wilco. The director, Jason Reitman, who's doing the new Ghostbusters, which is a deep state film. And Werner Herzog, who I'm uh, sure... Protect Herzog. Yeah, uh, who knows? They probably kidnapped Rodham there. Shit, I don't know. Maybe he's doing a documentary on it. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm sure. Uh, and George R. R. Martin, which is the Game of Thrones guy. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's the producer of the Beatles. Uh, um, <laughs> yeah, it appears that that guy who is, I, I mean, you and I both know that is pederast written all over. Him. I don't know um, what they're doing here at Campfire because it looks like they don't really talk about it, right? Yeah, it says here some writers when contacted about their past attendance and asked whether they are we're going this year, reacted with something akin to terror. To terror? One writer begged not to be mentioned in any way, insisting that it was a private, off-the-record event and should remain so, lest Mr. Bezos, lest Mr. Bezos be offended. I mean, Bezos knows that they're talking to whoever the journalist the way, that, is, too. Yeah, by the way, that quote is from the New York Times, uh-huh. the failing New York Times, the one and only. So, um, <laughs> just in case you thought that I was being, like, I was exaggerating. Yeah. I mean, they did use terror. <laughs> Yeah, that's a pretty strong word for the New York Times. Um, yeah, so uh, I think I don't really know what to make of Gillane being a guest other than she was just always a kind of like social, mm-hmm. socialite, wannabe socialite, yeah. gadfly. It's not sorts. like, it, to me, it's not like just like Bezos plucked, you know, she, she put this obscure woman into the company of these rich people. Like she, I'm sure knew many of the other guests. Like, yeah. she is a woman about town, more so than Bezos. Abs- in some ways. In I parts mean, of, like, you know, you know In that society, society yeah. way, yeah. And I think, you know, with the Terramar Project, she was definitely um, kind of up to her own philanthropic kind of, yeah. you know. Philanthropy is whatever. disgust me. Yeah. I mean, it should be said, I do want to say, that, uh-huh. um, you know, Bezos... It's unfortunate that we haven't, like you said, we haven't, he hasn't kind of like come up in a lot of these discussions. Mm-hmm. He's the richest man in the world, right? Yeah. Um, he, we mentioned um, on the Patreon episode, and I believe we've mentioned it before, uh, just kind of in passing, the Bilderberg Group, which is a sort of exclusive tier, if you can believe it, yep. within Davos, which is the sort of annual uh, gathering of... Um, elite pedophiles, allegedly. Yes. Uh, uh, no, but, you know, bankers, uh, prime ministers, mm-hmm. kings, queens, princes. Intelligence people. Intelligence. Yeah. Every, just all the... Pick all your poison. You, all our friends. Yeah. So um, Bezos has been a, a listed attendee of the Bilderberg Group at Davos mm-hmm. at least twice. Oh, my God. So he's very much up in this, uh, you know... In this world, which I don't think should be a surprise to anyone sort of paying attention. No, not at all. I mean, this is, this is, forget about the Chinese century. We're, we're about to head into the Amazon century. I want to, I do want to, do want to put a point in this real quick. If I could read something that is really close, that it, it, it means a lot to me and it brings a lot of emotions up out of me. Mm. You know what? I just want to get a little drunk with you tonight. Not falling down, <laughs> just a little drunk. I want to talk with you and plan with you. Listen and laugh. I basically want to be with you. Then I want to fall asleep with you and wake up tomorrow and read the paper with you and have coffee with you. 
I forgot about this. You make me better. You're meant for me, and I know it's more clearly than I've ever known anything. I love everything about you. I love that your last pick takes me completely out of my head. I'm crazy about you. I don't... I... All of you. I need to smell and touch you. I want to hold you. I know you're right for me. I know we fit. I like it when you're strong and I like it when you're vulnerable. Everything. The only thing I don't like about... The only thing I don't like is not being with you. All of this is just straight from my heart. I love, like, everything about you. You can't fight chemistry. So that was uh, Jeff Bezos in exclusive Wait. communication to the woman that he was... Doesn't... Um, isn't there... What was the e-girl thing? Didn't he say something like... E-girl? Didn't alive he, girl. Alive girl. Al- oh, yeah. I think he said, I love you, alive girl. No, that's the opposite of an e-girl. <laughs> Whatever. That would be so great if, like, if Bezos <laughs> got caught, like, Instagram messaging with, like, some 22-year-old, like, go with platinum hair and a bunch of spider gifts and all her Instagram stories. The... I cannot believe that that didn't sink him. You can't believe that that didn't sink him? I mean, just in terms of, like, people still... I mean, people still kind of, like, revere him. Yeah, because they've never had sex with even their wife. (laughs) He's had sex with not only his wife, but his second wife. What was crazy about that... I mean, this has nothing to do with anything, but I just want to mention, Mm -hmm. when that whole divorce thing was happening, it was like... What I would imagine a divorce happening during, like, um, the Habsburg yeah, Empire. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, it was, like it was just immediately, yeah. but it was just immediately there was, like, a brand new Queen billionaire. Bezos. Yeah, Queen yeah, billionaire. Yeah. Oh, just, yeah, like, created yeah. out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just she because the kingdom titles. was split. It's it's insane. I mean, to, to our listeners, think about, like, all the heartfelt things and, like, the the... the, the the way you talk to maybe a loved one or 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 a girl you're interested in or a fella you've been seeing, just say all this Bezos shit to them. They'll love it. I mean, think about this. Bezos is out there getting poontang while you're sitting in your fucking car on your way to work listening to this podcast. What you should do, actually, is not read that, but read that. have your Alexa read it oh, to them. Yes. Actually, if you read, if you make your Alexa read those texts, it'll just start recording everything you say. <laughs> it's already doing that, so don't worry. Yep. Um, but yeah, that's that's how the fucking Bilderberg freaks talk to each other. So uh, mm. yeah, this is what you know. The soulless men who believe they're gods. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I love you, alive girl. <laughs> You know, um, sorry, that was a weird tangent. I fucking hate Bezos. Um, one thing to mention about Gillane, mm-hmm. and this brings us to a hot little tip that we received. Love getting these. Um, is that Gillane was at this campfire event, mm-hmm. was accompanied by Scott Borgerson. My hubby? What? My hubby? Yes. Oh. Um, that rock source. Now, can you remind our listeners who he is? Scott Borgeson is the CEO of Cargo Metrics. Which uh, no one has ever heard of. Yeah. Well, I use it all the time. <laughs> I'm always doing Cargo Metrics. You're always metricing your cargo. I'm always be like, where the fuck my cargo at? Let I me check my metrics. Scotty. <laughs> Uh, Cargo Metrics is is a company that, as far as I know, it uses satellite imaging to track where cargo is moving mm. and predict trade and and stuff yeah. like that. Um, from what I gather, it was originally they had originally set up a kind of financial aspect mm-hmm. or like a fintech aspect that wanted to kind of use that um, that satellite information to then predict like trade flows and uh like stock pricing to me i like so it has just like more knowledge in order to to predict you know how certain assets were gonna move in the market yeah i got you 
didn't work out, it sounds like. Well, I mean, he does own a mansion in Manchester by the sea, so yes. it's working out Well, that's what I want to say. People will not remember him from Cargo Metrics, but they will remember him. From Ghislaine's hiding place. Remember when, right before that photo, that fire-ass bomb photo of her dropped, looking like, ugh, uh, at the, the In-N-Out in L.A.? Mm-hmm. Well, of course, right before that, it was reported that she was holed up in uh, Grey Garden style in uh, Manchester by the Sea at Scott Borgeson's Mons. Yes. Uh, her sister. Mons by the Sea. Mons by the Sea. I, her sister, I believe it was Isabel, but it could have been Christine, mm. uh, was seen packing a car full of luggage around there, yada, yada. But yeah, uh, Scott Borgeson, her, her dumpy, but also somehow looks athletic, uh, hubby was, and, and much younger. Not hubby husband. Was, well, hubby is kind of a loose term. Well, I mean, yeah, they weren't married. They are not married. They are living in... They will go to hell for this if they die without <laughs> repenting. Uh, I see Liz is... I almost called you Niz. Uh, Liz is nodding really heavily. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, I'm sure... I mean, you know, Maxwell had her Terramar bullshit. He had his, um, you know, spying on cargo company. And so, of course, what? But these two denizens of the sea... Uh, yeah, they, I wonder if they bonded over their love of the ocean. They, I'm sure, frolicked amongst pods of dolphins and, <laughs> and swam so, among um, the whales. It's it's funny that we bring up, or it's it's kismet, as we say. Okay, that this story dropped mm-hmm. about Gillane and Scott at campfire because we received a hot little tip from a listener. Mm-hmm. This is a spicy little number, which. Now, I should say that our listener, who shall remain anonymous, uh, said that we could read the whole thing on the podcast. The whole thing? Yeah. Awesome. Um, this is taken from my or our conversation with him. Yes. Or her. Um, but I'm doing a really bad job of this. I, I, what were you trying to hide right there? <laughs> I don't know. Were you trying to obfuscate whether like it was me or you who talked I to them? I, I literally don't know if it's a him or her. I don't remember. I didn't have this conversation. You did. <laughs> you, you think the government's going to be confused because they're like, they're trying to figure out which one of Brace, did Brace or Liz talk to them? Oh, we'll listen to their podcast and find out how they intro it. Brace, be nice. It was me who spoke to this person. Anyway, I, I am going to skip over some things and redact some things out of kindness. Mm-hmm. Um, A loving redaction. Yes. Um, and this is quite long, so uh, we'll probably pause to talk about some things, but there's quite some. Juice little details in here. So, this is a quote from a non-listener. Let's, who should we call this person? The Colonel. No, you always try to say the Colonel. I know. I always want a source called the Colonel. I think that makes it sound more professional. Let's call this person... Um, Let's see. Phil Donahue. Phil Donahue. <laughs> All right, this is a tip from listener Phil Donahue. <laughs> So Scott didn't, like, seek out Ghislaine, as far as I know. He's a person who is very seduced by status and pedigree. Nothing wrong with that. Used to work at a... And Scott used to come in. Said he came in one day gushing over his new girlfriend, Ghislaine. Oh, my God. And he was all, she went to Oxford. She moves in some high circles. He was literally getting her Oxford diploma framed. She looks like a, a chimp with late stage syphilis. She's like <laughs> falling, she's melting. But it was such a performance. Googled her, and that's when we found out who she was. This was about four years ago. Okay, so they'd been dating for a long time. Yeah, four years is a while, huh? Yeah, so... And that... Let's see, what year is it? It's 2015? So, yeah, I mean, by that point, Epstein was kind of in some hot water. Uh, uh, I'd I say mean, so. long past that point. Um, but, wow, I wonder if uh, Scott ever met old Jeffy. Well, let's see. Yeah, that mansion in Marblehead is in his name, but I'm pretty certain she bought it. They that were settling right. down. Man, that does. That's kind of... Yeah. That's kind of a... I mean, I you know, I'm a romantic... 
So you think that like, oh, she left all that behind. She left like the the millions of dildos and child breaks behind her. Just, hey, it's the truth. You gotta face it. Scott's never mentioned Epstein in any case. My (laughs) guess is he believes Ghislaine is innocent and didn't ever think twice about it. After the tabloids published photos of Scott and his dog, he lost business. I'm going to use another cargo spine company because this one is led by a guy who's dating a notorious child rapist. Well, it is kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think uh, our friend mentioned that it was quite significant business that actually they lost. And I think he may have, I mean, what I, in, you know, my interest in here is that the board of directors mm-hmm. was quite concerned. Yes. About the relationship oh. when it when it came out in the tabloids. Yeah, I can imagine. That's not a great thing. I mean, as someone who has served on several boards, any of my guys ever came out with a story that they're dating one of the most notorious um, white slavers in late 20th century history, I would be a little concerned. Yeah. Used to dog sit for them. So used to swing by and pick up the dog from their place in Marblehead. Hasn't been asked to do that since maybe June or July. So that's what she's been hiding out there the whole time then. Well, yeah. Goes on. This person thinks Ghislaine is still there. Mm. With his logic being all her stuff is there. She lived there. So this is where she lived. Yeah. This was her residence. Which is not what I understood to be the case up until now. What did you think was the case? That it was like her boyfriend's place. Yeah, okay. Like, I mean, yeah. it seems like the relationship in the press was really downplayed. I always thought that she was kind. Of, you certainly was, and you did not hear much of it. Uh, that 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 In and Out Burger story obliterated this story. Yeah, totally. Uh, and I, I oh, had always, I had, I had been, and I, I sort of sourced this from rumors that appeared in the New York Post and elsewhere, uh, under the impression that she was living in the UK and she was hiding out there. Um. So we continue. I know she has a place in London as well. Oh, there we go. Because Scott invited me to have dinner with them a couple years ago. Hmm. We declined because it was too icky. Interesting. What? <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I was almost... I'm drinking some orange soda here, listeners, and I was... I almost choked on it there. That is icky. I mean... I probably would have gone. I absolutely would have gone. But <laughs> I, I mean, I, I mean, no judgment. And I, you know, it's great to have like well, moral yes. standards. Oh, or yeah. No whatever. judgment to this person. Yeah. 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 No, that's probably the, the, the morally sound position to not spend social time with the. Wait a minute. Are we just like rich people then? No. Because now we're like, we just hang out with Ghislaine Maxwell. It's true. If we were invited to dinner with Ghislaine, I would go. Yeah. But you also say. Mm hmm. To, to catch a pedophile, you must become a pedophile. Right, Correct. which I don't like. But I would spring it on her. I would just start asking her. I will about say it. you do have a point in this instance. Yes. Um, okay, continue. So I had asked how the story even got to the tabloids because that was always very confusing to me. Like how they track her there? Yeah, it's like, what, you're just like, you know. Photographers are all around, and then you see a dog, and you put some, you know. Yeah, I mean, they've been on the hunt for a little while, but how did they get on the hunt? Well, I asked our source, Phil Donahue, who said, Oh, that's a great part. His fucking neighbor was mad about the fence he was putting up and called the papers. Oh, my God. This is like, uh, didn't this happen like Scott Walker and Paul Ryan or someone of those? Ram Paul. Paul. Yes. Oh, my God. You know what? Politics are local. Mm hmm. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Remember that. You know what? Here's a little little gem I came up with last week, too. The personal is the political. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Um, And you know what? Sometimes it comes to bite you in the ass. Wow. Yeah. So sticking your nose where it doesn't belong. (laughs) Or just keep your side of the street clean, people. That's what I do. Um, okay, now on to the really interesting stuff. Scott has maintained that all the authorities know where she is, and it's just journalists who are not being told. I think his words were, quote, she's in contact with all the peoples she's supposed to be in contact with. So that would be William Barr. Well, it would just be any invest. I mean... It's not surprising to me. That she hasn't been picked up? Yeah. How come? I mean, if she's in contact 
with police investigators. Yeah. And they know where she is. Mm-hmm. Then, and there's no, I mean, it seems like they're kind of trying to like keep the whole thing yeah, wrapped up tight. I could see that. It's, I mean, it's just a little confusing to me. I, I could see someone, pretty much everybody in the story kind of turning on Epstein too. But now that he's dead, it would be much harder for her to get a deal. So it's a little confusing to me why she hasn't been picked up. Could be several reasons. They're trying to build a better case against her, which a mm, little iffy on that. Uh, or they're just sort of trying to let her go free, you know? I mean, there's yeah. been so many false, or not false, but like there's been so many sightings of her or, or rumors of where she is that have turned up nothing that like it does make you a little suspicious. I... um. Yeah, I I don't know really what to make of that. I don't either. I feel like I kind of want to like trust it in a weird way because it sounds like I don't know. I get this. The sense that I get about Scott mm-hmm. is that he sort of was like genuinely in love with this person. <laughs> How? I though? don't know. She's. I mean, I. Well, I... the Phil Donahue continues and says, "We I've met her." She's very pleasant, pretty quiet. You wouldn't have been able to intuit anything about her that betrayed her status or any kind of deviousness. I would have been able to. (laughs) And he says, and and he ends it with, but I bet they still talk. I think he's very sad about it, to be honest. Scott, if you are listening to this show. (laughs) My man. I need you to use the Bezos method. (laughs) (laughs) I need you to text her right now. Hello there, alive girl. Or is she alive, girl? Exactly. We need uh, answers, Scott. Yeah, I, 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 God, poor guy. Imagine finding out that your old ass, ugly girlfriend was, in fact, had, had first of all, had, had, pro- was one of the most prolific female child molesters in human history. Well, I think that, for, okay, my sense mm-hmm. from speaking with Phil Donahue uh-huh. is that he 1000% believes she's innocent. That Borgeson mm. still believes she's innocent? Mm. Wow. Okay. So I think it's a case of the heart wants what the heart wants. Yeah. Another phrase that I came up with. Mm. And, you know, to be honest, I, I can sympathize. Yeah. I mean, I would be pretty bummed if I found out, like, my, again, my, my fantastically uh, aged and weathered old <laughs> woman was that I dated, who I kept in my seaside manse, um, was, was Ghislaine Maxwell. Whomst mm-hmm. among us has not fallen in love with a bad person for ourselves. Golly. I mean, so, the list is, yeah. Yeah. Thousands long for me. In fact, I would say hundreds of thousands <laughs> long. So, you know, don't cast stones. Yeah, yeah, true. In glass seaside mansions. <laughs> um, so that's, we want to, I should give a special shout out to listener phil donahue for that we really appreciate it and also we know there's plenty more where that came from yeah and that we've got a lot of listeners out there so any borg heads out there yeah us up and across the expanse of the epstein extended universe you we we would love to hear from you yeah dm slide into those dms without end turning on your home computer Turning on your home computer to make money from the first step. So another piece that came out in the news. Uh-huh. Some new information, or is it, about the autopsy report? Literally no new information here. Except, but well, yeah, there is. There is new information, but it's it's been so frustrating to me. Okay, so let's pull back. Will you explain? Yeah, I don't. I'm not being a hater right now, but I am being a hater of Baden. Okay, but let's What's tell our listener on? what what so happened. This Jeffrey week. Epstein was murdered in his jail cell, mm. of course, the Manhattan Correctional Center. Uh, and and one of the things that really stuck out right after his murder was that his hyoid bone was was uh, had been fractured or broken. Yes. And other pizza, uh, excuse me, I bones in his neck. I think three other cartilage yeah. in his neck. Uh, 
And that is more um, consistent with a, uh, let's say, a, a legal diagnosis of homicide rather than suicide. Yes. And we've, you know, I, I mean, anybody with a working brain um, obviously understands that, that Epstein was murdered in some way or another. Uh, this was one of those things that's like, okay, well, it's right out here in the open. And, of course, he was declared a suicide about, I believe, a week after um, his body was taken to the uh, medical examiner. Uh, could be less time than that. I can't really remember the exact time frame. But um, Epstein's brother, Mark Epstein, who's totally innocent of all charges and just a really upstanding citizen. Please don't ask any further questions. Yeah, he had a company with his brother. In fact, he partially owned that building on East 66th Street where Epstein kept his child slaves that he purchased from Europe. Ah, well. But he just didn't... I mean, dude, here's the thing, Liz. I own lots of buildings. I don't know if someone's running a global pedophile ring out of them. What am I, fucking the super landlord? <laughs> um, yeah, I. you know, it's not like I want to say let's trust... Mark Epstein here. Yeah. But I will say it's one of those instances where you kind of want to step back and say, well, I don't know. Let's see how this pans out. Exactly. So so they, uh, Mark Epstein hires one Michael Baden. 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 Michael Baden. Michael Baden, uh, who is a sort of like celebrity. What do you call him? A celebrity forsenic pathologist. The for only. Se- forensic. Foren- forsenic. Hmm. No, he's running for Senate. <laughs> uh, sorry, I'm... Wow. Ableist much? Dyslexic, possibly. Um, so, Baden was, uh, was, has, has, a, has an illustrious career. He was the chief medical examiner for the uh, city of New York uh, from 78 to 79. That's not very long, is it? One year? He got fired for telling rich people how to get away with murder. Mm. Um, he was on show. the uh, chairman of the House Select Committee's on assassination, which that's like the later congressional investigation of the JFK murder. Oh, right. Um, in the Forsenic Pathology panel there. And uh, like he investigates like anybody, if you're like, if it's a famous case and the someone's hiring a pathologist, you're hiring this guy. Oh. Like he, he was He's hired, like Dr. Oz of autopsies. Exactly. Like he, he checked out Michael Brown's body. He like. Uh, uh, what did I'm he looking, say about Michael Brown? I don't remember. Okay. But he, he, it appears that Baden does kind of just like, I don't know. He's, he's a weird guy. Do you think that he's hired to say what he's hired to say? I think he's hired to say. I mean, what, that's when you're, I'm sorry. When you're in a court case, you're hiring, the the expert you're hiring says what you want them to You're not like, I'm just hiring an expert. Who, who knows who, what he's going to say. Exactly. Not saying, of course, that Michael Brown wasn't murdered. That's like, it's, you don't need a fucking pathologist to say that. (laughs) No, Uh, no one, no one is saying that. It's, um, yeah, Baden is, is, is a little bit of a crook. He had an HBO show too. Mm -hmm. Um, Called Ballers. <laughs> <laughs> HBO hired bone yeah. on broken. Um, and uh, and now he is of course back in the limelight and giving interviews on Fox and Friends, which of course is should be noted is like the only TV show that Trump watches on Fox anymore. Hmm. Uh, he's an OAN guy now, uh, which I keep repeating but it needs to be said yeah uh but yeah and he is he's going on there giving like a 10 minute interview about how jeffrey epstein was possibly murdered and he does raise some good points so here's um just a little bit of just reading straight from from the news Mm -hmm. dr michael baden one of the world's leading forensic pathologists viewed jeffrey epstein's body and was present at the autopsy Held August 11th, the day after Epstein was found dead at the notorious Metropolitan Correctional Center in downtown Manhattan. In an interview with the Miami Herald, Baden described Epstein's jail cell, the ligature he allegedly used to hang himself. Hold up. Ligature, for those who don't know, means like it's the device he used to hang himself, which in Epstein's case was two orange bedsheets tied together. They were orange? They were orange. That's disgusting. Well, yeah. Who would have orange? Liz I mean, is like, orange is the new whack. <laughs> so Liz be like saying that. Can you imagine having orange sheets? I have orange sheets in my bed. <laughs> I have purple and orange. Uh, I do giant's colors on my bed. Orange and black. No, it's because you love gritty. I love, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Comrade gritty? Yeah, I, sorry. Uh, some of us uh, do believe in anti-fascism. 
and I think gritty. Uh, okay, 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 okay. Let me get back to this. Uh, his own suspicions that federal authorities have not conducted a thorough probe into Epstein's cause. I'm still laughing at that. Epstein's cause and manner of death. They rushed the body out of the jail, which they shouldn't do because that destroys the evidence, Baden told the Herald. The brother, I like how he refers to him as the brother. Mark probably doesn't want his name in the news too much. The brother, Mark, doesn't think it was suicide. He is concerned it might be murder. It's 80 days now, and if, in fact, it is a homicide, other people might be in jeopardy. So, I don't know. I mean, okay. So, can you explain what Baden's argument is? So Baden's argument is that the hyoid bone and these other bones in Epstein's neck were broken and that that is more often found in homicides than in suicides. And you do not find this compelling. So I do and I don't. Like, I I, I do believe, like, it, with every fiber of my being, of course, that Epstein was murdered. Mm. I'm super suspicious of the figure of Michael Baden, especially because of his weird JFK stuff. Uh, and I believe his like wife worked on Phil Spector's legal team, and he did like the medical stuff on that. I mean, he does seem it's, just kind of like a for hire gun. Yeah, absolutely. But I found this from a medical website. It says a retrospective study of 175 cases of suicidal hangings over a five year period found that fractures of the hyoid bone and associated cartilages, the injuries that the medical examiner found in Epstein's throat were detected in 68% of cases, and that the proportion of fractures increased with the age of the deceased. A prospective study of 40 cases of suicidal hangings over a three-year period found fractures of neck structures in 19 cases, 47.5%, more commonly in the study's older men. So it's not super uncommon, it turns out. Okay, but here's my question. Uh I'm going to throw some things at you. uh, Toss them at me, baby. In those studies, mm-hmm. how many of those subjects uh, you murdered. did not use bed sheets? That's the thing that I think we should like. <laughs> These are – we've talked about this before on the show, but I have I have both been in jail and I have friends that have been in, in, in jails that are very similar to the, the wing of the uh, MCC that Epstein was in, which is like pretty high security. They do not – like let you kill yourself there like you don't have shoelaces you don't like it's not it's it's not an easy place to kill yourself with and these sheets are paper fucking thin yeah and orange so the force that jeffrey would have had to to use to kill himself because remember they're saying he tied the sheet to the bunk top bunk of the bunk bed yeah and then he and then he aggressively knelt forward yeah uh, and that to, to, to do that with such force that you break a bone in your neck seems to me ridiculous. I mean, it's most people when they like, when you, when you, when you hang yourself, as opposed to when you are hanged from, from like the gallows or something, when you're hanged from the gallows, your neck is supposed to snap and that is what kills you. Like it breaks your neck. But when you hang yourself at home, like when, you know, it's asphyxiation. Yeah. And it's, well, that's exactly, it's asphyxiation, trying to say the A word, asphyxiation, Mm. Um, which, you know, of course, many of our listeners will be familiar with autoerotic asphyxiation (laughs) and accidents related with that. Uh, And, and um, so like, it's, it's, it's a different way of killing yourself. Um, I guess my only point is we don't know, or I don't know if it's listed in that study, the methods that the subjects that it cites used to hang themselves. Because if we're talking about using, you know, rope from the ceiling or, um, you know, a necktie on the doorknob or what have you. I mean, you're talking about very different methods, right? Yeah. So here is the abstract for the study. Well, here's the talk about the sample. The sample is divided in four groups according to the position of the ligature knot, interior, right, left, and posterior hanging. The authors analyzed all visible injuries of soft tissues and bones and cartilage of the neck. In, 100, in 150 cases, we established that there was at least one injury of these structures, uh, so like part of the neck, you know, the, the hyoid bone, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, I 
am not able to access the actual study because <laughs> I don't go to nerd school. Is it on JSTOR? It is on ResearchGate. Oh, I can get that for you. You can get the ResearchGate. So we're back. That study does not say exactly what methods they use to kill themselves. Only the position of the knot um, uh, in, 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 in the ligature. I hate saying this word ligature constantly. In the um, noose. <laughs> or if it was, you know, a real noose. Anything you hang with yourself with is a noose. But I do think that what you're bringing up is a good point. And, you know, far be it from us to dismiss... Scientific evidence. They, they should do a, a TV show about this and call it the newsroom. <laughs> they, uh, they, that this is like the Baden stuff too gives me the creeps, like for the reasons I said before. And it could be they're trying to maybe throw some shade at those of us who have correctly assessed that uh, Jeffrey Epstein did, in fact, uh, die of a murder. Um, because Baden's thing obfuscates more than it really reveals. The one thing, though, that he does raise is really good is is why was it so quickly called a suicide? Yeah, so he brings up in one of his TV appearances, and I guess there's been a couple now. Um, and this is actually a very interesting point, and I didn't know this. Um, he says, so the official finding that it was suicide came from your office, the New York City Medical Examiner, that you're up against them now. This is the interviewer asking this. So his old office. Mm -hmm. Baden says, well, I have a difference of opinion. It looks like now we don't have all the information. The problem is that once a death is classified as a suicide, it ends the investigation. The interviewer follows up asking, and the person who did the classification was the person who conducted the autopsy? To which Baden replied, quote, no. The person who conducted the autopsy in my presence did not think there was enough information at that time to call it a suicide. So she put down, quote, pending further study, meaning pending further investigations. All those investigations, getting information from the wardens, from the inmates, getting DNA from the ligature as to who was handling the ligature, stop. All those investigations stop if it's turned out to be a suicide. And one of the things that Mark, Jeffrey's brother, was trying to get is, why did the medical examiner's office change from pending investigation to suicide? The interviewer asks, who made that determination? The chief medical examiner. Not the person who conducted the autopsy. So... Here are some things that I would do if I was a medical examiner. I would be scraping under his fingernails to see if he fought back and there's someone else's skin on them. Mm. I would be immediately interviewing the guards uh, very closely. I would be checking to see if there was any CCTV footage that would show me, like, you know, maybe, okay, the camera is right next to his cell. I mean, we've heard that both were broken, which is just... I hate how that happens. It's their crumbling infrastructure, folks. Um, but maybe there's other cameras that show up to the to the hallways, to those hallways, if you know what I mean. Like DNA you can, evidence yeah. on these orange sheets. Exactly. And, uh, it's It's like, I know people, uh, you know, poo-poo DNA evidence. But if there was the DNA evidence of somebody that we couldn't, like, obviously if there's a DNA of, like, the guy who does the sheets or whatever, who does the laundry at the prison... Well, we can kind of guess where that's coming from. But if there's DNA from somebody who, you know, we might not be able to place right away, that would raise some questions. Uh, it's, 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 if there is a chance that this could not be a suicide, but in fact be a homicide, they should not have immediately ruled it a suicide because, it, as you said, the investigation stops there. Yeah. And I think kind of the interesting point, like you said, is that, um, not that these things are intentional, but I think that kind of because of the nature of this case and kind of the, um, like mythos surrounding it, of which we are want to indulge in, mm -hmm. that the kind of like splashy blockbuster things, like the hyoid bone, yeah. or these sort of like sensational news items, really mm -hmm. take up a lot in the popular imagination, which is not surprising at all. And, you know, I am just as guilty of. Um, but that once you kind of like dig in, at least this has been my experience, so I wonder what you think. 
But once you really dig into this stuff, what you see is a lot of inconsistencies mm-hmm. and issues in a lot of the bureaucratic details. Yeah. And that can be really revealing in the ways in which these these like papers keep getting kind of shuffled around and shuffled under desks and trying to hide and cover other things. And so you see decisions like this or have we mentioned you know, the way in which his plea deal was handled, the way in which um, Alex Acosta handled mm-hmm. the um, the FBI investigation in Florida, that these little kind of like, mo- it's like almost like memorandum and details from these bureaucratic wings can be quite telling. And, and, and the, the sort of the slowness and the, the uh, sort of like inertia that that this bureaucratic process has too is really revealing because it's almost like someone's like you know what just hold this up in the details like right. yeah no cameras sand in the gears exactly like and 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 it's it's one of the point where like oh well maybe we'll find out one more thing in like five years from now but mm. like I mean think about like where's William Barr's investigation did right. he announce that he would open one heard not word one about that since he announced it um, and it's like they're trying to sort of like dazzle us with bullshit like throw too much shit at us yeah and clear-eyed and exactly and and it's 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 it can be a little overwhelming but it's it shows you i think that there there is something going on because there are too many like what do you call it when there are this many coincidences when all the guards are asleep when all the cameras are out when the when the cellmate gets moved out of the cell like what do you call that because that, that that goes beyond if we were religious and we were talking about a religious phenomenon we would call this a miracle I'd call it kismet. Kismet. Okay. <laughs> it's it's like it's like the it's I was I was thinking about this the other day. It's like the it's it's like the the subconscious of the world, right? Like it's <laughs> like this horrible like this sub layer of the reality. id re- revealing itself. Exactly. And it's like this creeping sort of like either evil or 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 this like penetration of reality. Um some might say demonic. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and it's like, it's, it shouldn't be shrugged off because obviously, you know, you cannot, I'll just blame all bureaucratic bullshit on, you know, whatever demon plague from Hillary Clinton's, uh, uh, pussy. but you can, I don't know why I said that, but you can like, you can wonder like, how is there so many coincidences that are all directly related to each other forming this like really like terrifying, like origami landscape. Right. Um, and, and, and like, it, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense unless you can really like get that there's something going on here. I mean, cause that's all we can really say is that there is something going on here. Yeah. Hillary, I have to ask you a question that has been plaguing me for a while. How did you kill Jeffrey Epstein? <laughs> because you, you, you're not in power, but you have all the power. <laughs> I, I really need to understand how you do what you do. <laughs> because you seem to be behind everything nefarious, and yet you do not use it to become president. <laughs> What is the game plan? <laughs> well, Trevor. What is, what, but honestly, though, what does it feel like being the boogeyman of the right? Well, it's, it's a constant surprise to me. <laughs> um, because the things they say, and now, of course, it's on steroids with uh, being online, uh, are so ridiculous beyond any imagination that I could have. And yet, they are so persistent in putting forth these crazy uh, ideas and theories. Honestly, I don't know what I ever did to get them so upset. Uh, It's this fucking thought. I cannot believe this shit. So I got really heated. It may, it's in it's if when you, I saw this. If you think about it for more than just like the first surface level thought of like repulsion, it is like so much more depraved than anything almost I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, it is. Um, so it's like deeply offensive on a couple different levels. I mean, first let, let's take a look at at what she is laughing about. Well, actually, even before <laughs> we talk about fucking crooked Hillary, I want to talk about this asshat Trevor Noah. This little bitch. And this fucking show 
that's allegedly called The Daily Show. Uh-huh. Um, for, okay, so the way that these, like, dumbass things work is that, you know, Hillary Clinton and, Chelsea, uh, you know, her fucking kid, Chelsea, Chelsea Clinton, <laughs> uh, you know, they're told prior yeah. to all of that. They, they, they're not going to answer any questions. This, you know, has, this, been is not a, this yeah. has been rehearsed. This is not a surprise. So this is a bit coming from the ingenuity of Trevor Noah's writer's room mm-hmm. and or or i actually i do have a question is this coming from their writing room or is this coming from hillary's people it could be i i, I could be a combination of both yeah and I think my that, suspicion is it's probably traverse people that yeah. were like we've got this idea we want to float it on you we think it'd be really funny i mean they're all hillary people in one way or another <laughs> well yeah that's true i mean god knows what the salaries are to fucking Late night writing room. I mean, even if they're bad, I mean that's that's they're all the kind of people who are like mm, about Bernie and stuff like that. Anyway, um, so, I you know the first of all the the question: How did you kill Jeffrey Epstein? Yeah, that's what he says, right? I believe so. And then he moves on to because it seems like you're always in power. But you're never in power? Yeah. So he asked her, like, how did you kill Jeffrey Epstein? And he she laughs and the audience, you know, is Yeah, everyone laughs. Ah, ha, ha, ha. It's so crazy. Take, you know, everyone is so crazy. Oh, the South African. I actually I don't I don't know if it's about that. But uh it's uh, you know, asking her this question. But then he just answers it by being like, uh, well, of course such a joke, you know. Uh, it's just crazy. These people prescribe basically this power to you that you so clearly don't have. That like anything, you know, related to the Clintons is just this mad, mad conspiracy because obviously you're just a woman trying to make her way in the world. And yeah, gutsy woman. You're, you're just another gutsy woman. Uh, by the way, the women in that book, Eva Braun. No. <laughs> Margaret Thatcher. Marine Le Pen, which was a kind of a, a late I ad. I did think that was a little strange, but you know, she defied her father. Took the party from him. Uh, and it's, 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 it's like... They're mocking the idea of 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 the fact that Hillary Clinton has some power in the world that she is she's just like some some simple woman who's the same as you or me. Which yeah, is, she's some yeah some sitting at home freaking mom mm-hmm. grandma yeah and not the former Secretary of State yeah not the former I mean first lady former first lady the presumptive first female president by the way. Which I love the idea that it's like you know, you're sp- you're always on the side of wrong. How did you not use that nefarious power to get to you're be president? Self-elected. And it's like, well, I guess because the good light of Professor Dr. Trump stopped him. Yeah. Stopped her, bitch. <laughs> it's 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 crazy. It's like it's the framing is is it's insane. absurd. And like the other thing is is or one of the many other things is is that they are laughing on TV, like. Hillary Clinton, Jeffrey Epstein to you or me, to anybody listening to this, is somebody we've never met. We've never been in the same room with. We've never known probably anybody who's ever met. But Hillary Clinton has met Jeffrey Epstein. Mm. Hillary Clinton's husband flew around Africa with Jeffrey Epstein. Mm. Hillary Clinton, like her family, is intimately connected Gillian to the Maxwell was seated. seat. Yeah, front row seat. At Chelsea's wedding. Well, not front. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. It was basically. She, she was three rows back. Whatever. <laughs> but like, she's got. You know, you're 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 fucking watching Chelsea Clinton's wedding over and over on YouTube, like I am. <laughs> she's there, motherfucker. She's peeking out on the aisle. So the the absolute gall of this fucking bitch. Mm-hmm. This to, demonic crawfish to laugh. On national television, mm-hmm. that a man who ran in circles with some of the wealthiest people, which, it, by the way, the same circles with Hillary Clinton and her husband. Exactly. I mean, that is that is literally like the, that. That is not a Venn diagram. That is just a circle. To laugh at the idea that this man, who ran in all these elite circles mm-hmm. across the globe, who ran a uh, Fucking sex trafficking ring. Yep. Along with a guest of honor at her daughter's wedding to laugh at everyone on national television that would suggest 
that perhaps there is a massive cover-up happening in order to keep those who might be, you know, our quote-unquote problematic faves from being implicated. Yeah, I mean... Like, laughing in our fucking faces. Literally laughing in our fucking faces. In New York, in some fucking television studio, with some other motherfucker who all he does... I mean, Trevor Noah, of course, should be in a prison made for him. He should be on an island by himself. But, like, it's her and her daughter on here. Like, Chelsea, how could you laugh about this? This is one of your friend's best friends. It is not like... This isn't like us talking about Epstein and making jokes. These are people who were fucking friends with Epstein. Like, and if they're laughing about it, imagine what they're fucking laughing about when they're talking about you. Seriously. And, you know, this is another, this gets into another thing, which is that, you know, we always say on this podcast that Epstein is a lens through which to kind of understand these sort of larger depredations. Yeah. That we and the kind of you know structures and people that govern and shape the misery of our everyday life. He's 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 a useful he's a narrative. Yeah, it's a useful way to see how these kind of different you know powers, whether it's in finance or technology or defense or intelligence or sex trafficking or you know, fucking what have you, you know, international, uh, you know, which we'll get to with the fucking Mrs. Hillary Clinton, uh, it, you know, how these, all of these kind of disparate entities come together to mm-hmm. really, to shape our everyday lives. Exactly. Like the, the, these people, like the people that Epstein was connected with, again, they are not like random people who are living in apartments in New York City who don't you know, have any effect on your life. These people shape every second of every day of your entire life. We're talking earlier about Ghislaine rubbing shoulders with Jeff Bezos. Of course, Epstein himself was friends with Jeff Bezos. They went to a dinner together in 2011. Like these, these people are their friends. They're not friends with you. They're friends with each other. Yeah. And, and I mean- all their businesses and all their political schemes, all those things, those are connected to each other. And like, those are, those shape every second of your life. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I, I, I don't want to sound like QAnon people here where we're talking about, you know, these are the people who control your life. Mm-hmm. But it's true that, you know, when we have an episode about healthcare, that that's connected. Yeah. Hillary Clinton laughing on television about justice not being served is an example of the exact kind of impunity we're fucking talking about. Exactly. You know, like... I I watched that and I I mean I fucking lost it. First of all, the lack of care for um uh, actual victims is disgusting. Yeah, like your fucking husband who is accused of rape by multiple people and who like who I mean, I don't know what you want to call what he did with Monica Lewinsky, but it certainly wasn't 100% consensual if you're the fucking president. Um is is like He's. He, I'm sorry. He was on the plane. Like I can't get over that. He was on the plane with fucking Kevin Spacey and Jeffrey Epstein flying around Africa. The fuck do you think they were doing? Like well, we don't really elaborate on it because we don't know exactly. But like, I mean, one can guess what they were doing without the prying eyes of the American press. Or I just think it's really telling to kind of watch the way that joke was structured in order to kind of make a point about like fake news and Hillary's haters mm-hmm. or whatever. Well, it's just and a vast right-wing conspiracy. Exactly. And it's really, um, you know, I have to say that it's really fucking disgusting and not indicative at all of any kind of quote-unquote gutsy woman to use Jeffrey Epstein as a way to buttress their own public reputation while yep. not even fucking mentioning the wake of t- underage bodies that this man left or, you know, the <laughs> trail of underage bodies that this man left in his wake for 20 years. Yeah, like you knew this. Was, I'm sorry. If one of my friends was the most high profile sex trafficker in the entire world, I think I would have guessed and like it's it's like these gutsy when I'm sure it's like in in their book I'm sure it's like Rosa Parks, Hillary Clinton, Chelsea Clinton, etc. Like I think women like Johanna Schoberg and Virginia Jeffrey have a lot more like they should be 
Like, those women should be on national television, not fucking Chelsea and Hillary Clinton. Right. Yeah, Chelsea Clinton, who, by the way, has done nothing. Yeah, besides just be a perfect zero. <laughs> you know, the other thing that's really, that it really made me feel sick was because I was immediately reminded of the last time Hillary was on national television cackling about a man's death. Yeah, they talk about in the interview, like, oh, you've, you know, this crazy right-green conspiracy of all these bodies, you know, in, 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 in your past. She killed Muammar Gaddafi, the head of state of Libya. Mm, and then she laughed on it on national television. Like, that's not a conspiracy theory here. I mean, like, I'm not, I didn't learn this on 8chan. Like, No, like, I implore everyone to pull up the CBS News clip and watch her say, we came he, we saw he died. And then hear that familiar cackle. Muammar uh, Gaddafi was sodomized by like a piece of metal to death. Yeah. Like it's not, it's, and it, now, now that country is like uh, war-torn slaves. Um, yeah, just a he, uh, human state. and sexual and organ slave hub. Yeah. It is a complete and total disaster and, and this, it's never mentioned by the way fucking, libya is never mentioned this fucking crone just gets to go on tv and laugh about you know, the the suicide quote-unquote of her old friend her her actual good friend's best friend if that makes any sense mm. or her husband's like old travel buddy um is 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 one of the most grotesque things i've ever seen in my life everybody who works for the daily show who was involved in that, or hell, who even knows the people involved in that. I hope you do some fucking fentanyl. Well, I mean, I hope you do some soul searching. Yeah. Because it's really fucking disgusting. Like, it just, it makes my skin crawl. And I think, you know, I really thought back to our conversation with Dasha Mm -hmm. um, when she went down to the courthouse and listened to victim statements and these really gutsy... Yeah. Young women coming forward to tell the story of their abuse. Yeah, and uh, their abuse at the hands of a man who, who would threaten them, who said he could do things to them that we can't even imagine. Yeah, I mean, most of what was done to them has been redacted. Let's yeah. be real. Yeah. So, a big old fuck you to Crooked Hillary. Fuck my dick. No. Both of you. Same time. Um, I'm so fucking happy you are not president. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, fucking rotten hell, you dumb fucking bitch. We came, we saw, and died. Sorry, guys. I got heated. It's okay. I Crooked Hillary really gets me she going. She sets you off. I she's my trigger. She gives me indigestion. I I just really um I had a little bit of a rough morning on social media with yeah. some pushback from some I would call them um, blue check concern trolls about. Uh. Mm, the use of Epstein. And between that and Hillary Clinton, I just, it just really, you know, I really question uh, people's motivation in um, not wanting to pay attention to this case because yeah. it the it, where my mind goes is, Oh, these are victims that don't matter. Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. And I just have to say to the person on Twitter that I shall not name and their supporters and also uh, to fucking Cricket Hillary that, you know, these young girls have been being told since they were 13 by the most powerful people in the world that they do not matter. So, you know... Don't let, don't fucking join those people. They mm-hmm. do matter. Yeah. Plus, we got your names on a list. Yeah. I, 
I'm sorry to just like be so down. I I just don't. The shit is fucked up. Yeah. The shit is really fucked up, and people should be angry. Yeah, absolutely. Like it's it. Epstein has gone out of the news. Like it's not like something you're imagining. Like it's not in the news anymore. It's not really being reported on anymore. I mean, there's this Baden thing that came up for a couple of days, but it's been dismissed. It's already been replaced by other stuff. Uh, certainly by the time you're listening to this, which should be three weeks later. Um, yeah, and I just yeah I whatever I don't know. Well, fuck you. Go to hell. Yeah. Um, let's think of something sweet and funny. I do really like our listeners. I will say that, and I, w- I appreciate yeah. the support from them. And I know they all feel me on this. Defend Liz. No, it's not me. I just mean that they that they understand because they keep listening and you know are very supportive of this podcast and what we're you know trying to do. And I. Absolutely appreciate that. Epstein ain't going away. <laughs> it ain't going away. Also, I'm, you know, I fucking hope Hillary runs for president again so that I can not vote for her again. Yeah, I know. That's... And I will do my best to get anyone I meet on the street to not fucking vote for you. Yeah, check this out. Neither me nor Liz voted for fucking Hillary Clinton in 2016. Suck our, our fucking dicks. is clean. Yep. Wait, maybe we shouldn't end on another angry Hillary rant. <laughs> <laughs> well, say something nice. Say something sweet. Um, it's November. Yeah. <laughs> it is no podcast November. <laughs> so thank you so much for subscribing. We will oh, see you. Actually, here's something nice. What? We've got a live show coming up. Oh, we do. Yes. It is on November 21st. And this is not... Which a- is a Thursday, the night for the ladies. Th- oh, exactly. Meaning ladies only have to pay $5 to get in. Mm. Uh, men also have to pay that amount. It's called <laughs> equality, baby. Uh, so this is not a live podcast. This is a multimedia terror show. We will be coming at you from all angles. <laughs> Brace came up with that. Um, I'm not totally sure what it means, but it will definitely be... The sight, the smells, the sounds. <laughs> an experience of a lifetime. So join us November 21st at the Makeout Room in San Francisco at 7 p.m. for our live show, Who Killed, Who killed? Jeffrey, Jeffrey Epstein. Uh, I would suggest getting that at like 6.30. Uh, probably before that. Yeah. Have a drink. Get a seat. Free cheese pizza. Meet up with some fellow ep heads mm-hmm. and get weird with us. Okay. Well, that's <laughs> you you gotta send us out here, baby. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm Liz. I'm Brace. We're joined by producer Young Chomsky. Thanks for sticking with our angry rants. Mm-hmm. And... This is dark chewing on. <laughs> yeah. Well, see you next time. Bye-bye. 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 Bye-bye.